Andy. How you doing? Hey, Paul. Pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, it's good. It is absolutely gorgeous sunny day here. Not too hot and sunny. So we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing well. Uh, so it's been a couple of weeks since we, since we last uh, talked. You were pretty busy last week. Um, Want to catch us up on what's been going on? Yeah, well, I mean, been busy at work, busy at, at play, busy uh, in pro shop, just keeping busy. And <laughs> that kind of ran a little interference in getting us to meet up last week. But glad to be That's back here right. and That's get caught right. up. Business, business takes precedent. So, uh, so you've met a couple times with with Vince. Um, what have you What have you been covering? Um, well, this week we've been kind of just the last week and a half. We've been kind of buttoning up a lot of loose ends. I would say um, we're getting ready to work on the or uh, bringing the kind of bringing the pro shop into our QuickBooks. So that way they they work back and forth together. Yep. Um, that's this week's project. So we've been preparing for that, um, and then we've really been kind of quizzing Vince on a lot of different situations as we come across them, as we've been trying to quickly work through all of our data entry, getting everything into pro shop. It seems like every half hour, hour, it's like, well, we talked about, we find something that was just something that wasn't discussed that it's the nuance to uh, the basics that we learned. So it's mm -hmm. been kind of a lot of uh, questioning Vince on different things. All right. Well, do you want to share your screen and show us what you've been working on? Yeah. So you'll see we've got the uh, tips work order here. Again, the one that we've been working through to mm -hmm. um, kind of ensure the implementation goes as pro shop scheduled. Uh, you can see we're down here. We just oh, yeah, started to do, do a little bit of scheduling. Uh, okay. That was actually a week and a half ago. And I had to cancel with events last week due to my busy schedule. So we haven't gotten farther than that. Um, but we've been, that was pretty exciting. We haven't quite, we're not certain we're going to use a whole lot of the scheduling. Um, we're probably going to use it loosely as our plan until we get things worked out just because um, we, we have so much, there's so many other things and, and so many moving pieces and we figure that sure. Um, the way our shop works, it's kind of, it just, things change so much so quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, I could be, I mean, we had a job that we had planned on a machine running for, for three weeks last week. It was set up last week and we were expecting it to run for about three weeks. Well, unbeknownst to us, our customer only sent in about a half a week's worth of castings for it. And, um, oh, they, sure. the paperwork was, well, they were supposed to be sending more was what we were expecting and we never got those castings. So, um, mm -hmm. and, and you, you couple those with rush orders and it just is kind of, uh, until we really dial in on the pro shop where we're planning to use the scheduling, but we're just going to kind of use it lightly to make sure. sure we know every, everything that's scheduled to eventually go onto a machine, but like a day-to-day -day uh, schedule, um, we're not planning on using it, but we figure yeah. at least with yeah, bite-sized chunks, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and having, having the ability to put those, we'll probably put them way out on the schedule and having a list of everything is going to help the machine operators kind of understand what's coming up next, prepare for that. Um, but also if, if they need to, you know, if we run into a situation where they, they need to make a quick decision um, or maybe they have an idea on things that would run better together um, they can kind of work that in 
which will be very beneficial for the for the time being until we really fully uh, dive into using this scheduling that ProShop provides. Yeah. Has Vince, speaking of running together, has Vince mentioned the, uh, the whole run together feature where you can take two jobs and decide to run them together and it'll optimize your setup time targets? Um, he mentioned that, but I, we haven't really dove deep into that yet. I know sure. it was, I then when you mentioned that, it kind of lights a light bulb, but I can't remember much more. So I'm thinking yeah, that no maybe worries. you had mentioned it or Vince had mentioned it, but we haven't actually um, start or done anything with that sure. just yet. Yeah, it's a little more advanced scheduling function. Cool. Um, and so you probably, uh, have you been getting into any of the uh, preventative maintenance, QMS things, uh, things of that sort? That's usually part of this process and up till now. Yeah, um, actually we've been bugging Vince some of the questioning when we've been kind of throwing questions at Vince. He's like, well, this is not supposed to come till later on, but oh, okay. here's Here's where we're, we did some of that. We actually found out um, last week that our ISO audit would be done, which is scheduled for the first week of September. It's going to be all done remotely, virtually, however you want to phrase that. Yeah. Um, so with that in mind, we're realizing that a lot of our documentation is going to need, need to be eventually scanned in and put onto the computer. So we're kind of trying to where, where it makes sense get that right into pro shop and then just use that as part of our audit come September. Right. Cause right. Cause you have paper documents that you need to be able to show them. So you need to scan them to be able to show them on the screen. Right. So you're just putting them straight into pro shop. Instead of yeah. Somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. And, okay. and it's, and the nice thing is, is that um, we're not really changing anything. So we don't need to be changing going back through and changing our quality procedures or anything like that, because we're still following it. We're just, um, and we'll still obviously have the hard copy on file, but now we've got it into ProShop, which is going to be a big step towards fully moving everything into ProShop like we intend to do in the near future. Cool. You want to show us an example of that? One yeah. Of so um, the big thing right now we're working through is all of our preventative, pre preventative and then keeping track of maintenance schedules and, and, and maintenance on our various machinery. Um, you can see the one I've got up on the screen is our forklift um, or one mm -hmm. of our forklifts. So we got a picture of the, the machine right there. Um, I've got the link right there at the bottom and you'll see there's an initial invoice for the uh, purchase oh, wow, of it. Okay. And then right over here, we've actually got, or if I go back to that, that equipment page, um, yep. clicking here, we can see the maintenance history. Um, we've actually made a decision that anything pre 2015, we're just going to group all together. And then for mm -hmm. everything since then, we've got each one of these action items is a different maintenance um, okay. item. So right. you could see, you know, in uh, December of 2018, we purchased a new battery. Um, you can see where we installed it in January of 2019. We had a scheduled maintenance grease and lube in January of 2019, another one in uh, October of 2019. And then actually today we just had a uh, typical maintenance and uh, you could see we actually had a note, couple notes from here that we've got a couple issues that we're gonna have to get fixed. Um, as part of that, we're also uploading the maintenance reports. This is an outside vendor that's doing these maintenance and you can see that he, you know, he greased it, 
He added yeah. battery water. He noticed that this this there's an issue with uh, our the steer motor. He made a comment about that. The nice thing is we've got the he's got the the motor number right here. So if it's something that you know a couple weeks from now we don't we don't get their quote like they're planning on it. You know we can go right in here and see that number and say hey you know we're looking for this motor that you were supposed to be getting us a quote for. Very cool. Um, and, you know, or if we need to, you know, five years from now, that motor goes again or starts to become an issue again, we can go right back in here on our own and say, here's the part number. We're going to need another one of those. Um, so it's one of the items that we've uh, we've worked with here and got it all in oh, very cool. in the crow shop. I'll show you another one here while we're at it. This is our one of our last machines we purchased. This is a. Swiss machine that we bought last spring. Yeah, beautiful machine. See all the initial paperwork here okay. for that machine. And then you can see different things we've done. We uh, There's a pre-installation checklist. So we've actually got the file right here oh, nice. that, our or that was sent to us prior to installation. And there's some good information like the, the recommended way loop for the machine. Um, the air requirements, that kind of thing. That those are all in that uh, pre-installation checklist. Mm -hmm. Get back to uh, this here. Um, you can see we also we added a high pressure pump about a month after we bought the machine, and then we we filters for that pump. And the nice thing with with this is okay if we need filters again, right here we've got the the order acknowledgement. We can see where we got them. We can see what the part number is, the price of them, kind of shipping, that kind of stuff. So, we, we, so you have know, you considered putting those as COTS items and putting them right in the maintenance uh, schedule? Yeah, that's um, that's something we're, we're going to end up doing. And that's something I'm hoping Vince and I are going to work on today is kind of tying the, the COTS items back into the equipment side of things. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, it's, it's a question I'm trying to work on, like, for calipers, like the basic, our basic six zero to six calipers being able to, okay, here's where we, you know, here's where we're best to purchase them and what we pay for them or, and, and that way we can reference that on new ones that Absolutely. this is the COTS item number and, and be able to link that together. Yeah. Cause particularly in the equipment module, when you do have bomb items like, like filters and oil, it can automatically decrement your inventory. Uh, so that that feeds right into purchasing. If you get low, it'll remind you to buy more. Yeah. Uh, having, you know, remember that yourself. Yeah. So. And, and the nice thing that, as you mentioned that, uh, you know, with, with having this in here like this is that one, we've been kind of lax at trying to keep up with a maintenance schedule. So we can actually be able to utilize this. Um, whoops. Sorry. Get back here be able to utilize this and who's responsible for the check will become the operators or the foreman here. So that way inside of their portal, uh, their dashboard, if it if a machine needs a certain, you know, whether it's a filter changed or a filter checked or an oil changed or, or whatever it might be, it's gonna trigger out alarm. And the nice thing there too, is they're gonna have access to this on the shop floor. So when they change, this particular item is a, it's a kind of a, the machine throws out an alarm when it's ready to be changed. So when that happens and they change that filter, 
the operator can go right in here and say, hey, I changed the filter on July 27th and yep. it's it's recorded and, and obviously like you said it'll pull that pull that item from cots and and eventually when we get low on them you know it'll kind of trigger a reorder for for the office so do you actually anticipate that getting a better handle on this will actually let you do a better job on doing preventative maintenance and keep your machines in better shape yeah definitely i think it's going to because right now what we're doing is is kind of very very uh not professional, I guess you might say. Um, okay. It's uh, we. I, I've actually am saving alerts in Outlook calendars, so we, you know, when I come uh, in in the morning, it'll throw up an alarm like, "Hey, we need to change this filter this week" or something of that sort. And I'll usually text the operator, "Hey, this filter needs changed this week, or this backup needs done this week," and and then uh, you know they'll say, "Okay, I did it," or you know, maybe they'll say, well, I'll do it later or whatever. And then it's and like, oh, well, did that ever get done? And then you're, you know, oh, wait, right. I didn't actually write that down. But then I'll scroll back through text messages and like, oh, <laughs> yep, he said he did it. So I'll, I'll record that into our into our file. And, right. um, you know, it just kind of is. Yeah, but that's stuff you don't want to have, even as the owner, you don't want to be dealing with that level of stuff every day, right? You well, yeah, selling absolutely. And quoting and, yeah. Know. And, and and that's kind of a thing that it's like, it's, it's tough to, you know, the way we're currently doing it, it's like, we've got a binder in the office and, and you, you know, you, you mark down the information and we have a form that um, we actually haven't uploaded to this particular um, machine yet, but we have a form to record each, each, you know, significant, okay, we changed the coolant in this machine or um, this was the date of installation, or we had this issue with the machine or, or whatever it might be um and it's kind of like you don't really want your off your operators or your foreman or having to come into the office all the time and try to find the find the binder in the shelf find the form fill it all out now it's going to be pretty pretty doggone simple just getting onto here and and just checking this out and and putting it filling in a few steps and even if they don't do it right at least you know we can kind of it'll at least be in there and then we can kind of correct it from the office side of things. If well, at once, least it's in there. Yeah. Once you have the actual maintenance items themselves specifically detailed, then they'll just hit that little check button. That's right in the middle of your screen there. So they don't need to go to the other page. They just click check and that, that initiates the, uh, the maintenance record and they can just type in what they did and click save. Yeah. Yeah. So actually what we're, we're going to change this right here to, we'll leave this at the bottom and this will be like unplanned maintenance, maintenance. Yeah. yeah yeah um Coming. so like this would be if you know if you have god forbid a wreck or something like that or mm -hmm. you know there's some kind of internal issue or just something that's a unplanned you know like i said that you know on sometimes the filters that are the machine throws out an alarm when they're ready to be changed and it's not really a every six months type of thing um you can you know that'll all fall under this one and then we'll add in items above this line right here that will have, um, you know, the planned maintenance mm -hmm. and, and that'll apply to, to across all of our equipment. So it'll be, uh, it's going to be a lot of figuring and, and, you know, configuring and, and just getting it all set up. But once it is, it's going to be very helpful to, um, obviously make sure our machines are performing at the optimal level level and, and preventing, preventing issues that, could easily be prevented with some preventable or preventative maintenance. 
um, yeah. along with simplifying things for our operators when it when they do the maintenance. Right on. Cool. So before we hit uh, hit record, you'd mentioned something about your with the auditor um, wanting to see your vendors and your approved vendor list. You want to share a little bit about that with us and. Yeah, so I, I know one of the, you know, as you go through an ISO audit or a, reg, or a um, surveillance audit, um, one of the big things that our auditor at least always looks at is he'll look through our purchase orders and then he'll say, okay, like he'll want to make sure that wh whoever we're buying quality critical items from is approved to be selling us those quality critical items. Sure. Um, so kind of knowing where that, path is going to lead during our audit we figure we might as well get utilize the contact section of uh, pro shop to have all of our suppliers just be approved right in pro shop so it'll be just as easy as clicking a couple buttons for our mm -hmm. iso auditor to see so you can okay. see here i've got alro steel pulled up they're a material vendor for us um Right here is the form that we uh, use to approve our vendors. Um, their form is kind of basic because they're very good and we never have issues. And nice. um, they, you know, they pretty much are always approved. So mm -hmm. we, you can see this is our old form that we use. I'll exit out of here and go back to the, their file. And one thing that kind of is our verification as to approving a vendor. Um, is their status as far as ISO goes. So we can actually click right here and you'll see this is the ISO cert that we have on mm -hmm. file for Alro Steel. Um, right on. So cool. we can just pull that right up during our audit and it's very simple. That's fantastic. Right on. You can see right up here, we've actually got them as approved. Yep, so that's your approved vendor list. Yep. Cool, that's awesome. And then if you wanted to look at any open vendor POs, uh, that's linked right up at the top, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Purchase orders or yep, all or, or open purchase orders. Yeah, which you could see yep. we, you know, we're so far we've only kind of just done some practice items with them. But of course. Yeah. That's great. Very cool. Well, this is great stuff, man. You were really setting the stage for like rock solid performance going forward. Any other uh, cool stuff you want to share or should we let you get back to making chips? Yeah, I mean, we're, uh, we're keeping on moving forward with this. We actually, this week we started, uh, we started using it for some of our, or all of our tooling purchases. We've been using oh, nice. invoices here and, and the nice thing we've got going on here is uh, we've actually are uploading our packing slips right inside of the purchase order so that's kind of pretty cool i mean obviously with tooling it's not the not the end all be all but we're looking forward to that when it comes to material being able to um get inside of those po's and and see packing slips uh plating yep. that kind of stuff to be able to see you know let, link things up so we're, we're looking forward to that you know with tooling it is nice to have that packing slip right on file that way if there's any question about what we received or when we received it or anything like that. It's, it's right there, right inside a pro shop instead of having to thumb through a folder. So that's exciting for us, but yeah. And I'm sure, as you know, once you start getting your material and outside processes 
process through ProShop, then as you attach things into the cert column for material certs or plating certs, those will automatically link to the jobs. And when you go to ship your, ship your document packages with your parts, you don't need to go find those things. They'll automatically just show right up uh, in, your, in your shipping area for, for you know, pulling those together for your document. Yeah, packages. and you can actually see right here, there's a, a material that we've purchased. And so I can actually go to that work order if I'd want to from the hyperlink. And I can also mm -hmm. go right to back to the ALRO page that we just were on yeah. and, and be able to make sure that they're approved. So it's kind yeah. of a, everything ties together really nicely inside of pro shop, which is what we're really happy about. Well, cool. that's awesome. Well, great. Good stuff. Your model student as always. Uh, so anything else you want to, you want to enlighten us with or. No, I think covered it. I think that's about it. We, hopefully go for another week of trying to just bring as much into pro shop that we can. Um, you know, obviously it's a, when you bring in a whole company of, of uh, purchasing and maintenance oh, yeah. and, and sales and work orders and open orders and quotes and you name it into pro shop, a whole quality management system, everything. When you're bringing that all into pro shop, it's kind of a, long long uh process but we're moving through at a nice pace i'm happy about where we're at and looking forward to you know i can see that we're getting seeing some light at the end of the tunnel certainly uh, as far as being able to you know utilize this right you know implement the the connection between our quickbooks and pro shop and mm -hmm. and start using this on an everyday basis at least from an office standpoint and start to roll it out into the shop floor so we're getting yeah. excited Okay. Very good. Well, keep up the great work. Thanks for again for for today and sharing sharing with everybody what you're doing. I know I've had a few folks um, email me or email our team, and they're like, "Hey, when's the next episode coming out? We want to see what Andy's doing." So you definitely get some you got some fans out there already. Well, I mean, no autographs or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> no. But quite honestly, I mean, just you and your age and what you're doing. It's just it's it's pretty darn cool. You're, uh, yeah, you're, you're definitely setting a great example, I think, of how to do something like you're saying of this scale. It's such a huge project, um, but hopefully the way we're setting up that, that tip work order and, and, you know, the training that it's, it's all, it's manageable. And once you get through it, you'll be really set up, uh, you know, to make just running your business a lot easier in the future. Well, and I think there's a lot of exciting features that Pro Shop has to offer. I was at out to dinner a few weeks ago and saw another guy I know that happens to work in a different tool shop. And, and we were just kind of talking a little bit about what they're doing, what, you know, what, you know, this tool that they're having issues with or this project or whatever. And I pull out my phone and I said, you got to see this. I said, look at this. He said, all this stuff that I can pull up right from my phone. And he's like, how'd you do that? And I, you know, I said, Oh, it's this ear. And he said, Oh, it's like a whole system. I said, yeah. He said, well, so if I ever get any pull inside of the shop, I, I want to make sure they've got that because that would be so handy right out on the shop floor. Right. So it's kind of cool to, you know, I mean, definitely you can see that. I feel like a lot of people would be interested to see what all, what all you can do inside a pro shop, which I think are, hopefully we're doing a good job of outlaying that right now during this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is really cool. I, again, thanks for the idea. I never would have even considered doing one except uh, you came up with it. So all right. Right on, man. Well, thanks again so much and uh, have a good rest of your week and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Paul. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye.